Annyeong, and welcome to Howley Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 23. Don't lie to me. This isn't a country roll. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Hallyu Juku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is none other than Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How are you doing, Cass? I'm doing very well. I'm looking at myself in the camera because I am just that much of a narcissist. Yes. Uh, why do you think I'm looking down all this time? It's just, it's, it's, that's who we are. <laughs> We're just looking at ourselves. Damn, time. that's a... That's a beautiful man. He needs to shave. Um, uh, other than that, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Nothing much going on. Yes. Life, stuff, music, K-pop, uh, J-pop, Asian pop culture. We're going to talk about it now. Uh, for, of course, we start off every episode talking about what we've been listening to this week. We check in with each other. Uh, Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? Uh, some old, some new, some what the fuck. So, uh, this week I, I was, uh, recently checking out the new f- stuff from Super Junior M and their new music video for their song Swing, um, which is not the best song ever. Like, it's really okay. Um, there's not really, I don't know. It, 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 it's a nice song. It has a kind of good appeal to it, but it's just not what I like to hear from Super Junior. It's kind of, and this is going to sound dumb. It's kind of swingy in its tone. <laughs> like it, it's very like, <laughs> like, I don't know how to really describe it. Um, but it's yeah. still a fun song. It, it's, it's more stuff from Super Junior. More stuff from Super Junior is always fun. Yeah, homeboy in the center is rocking the mustache too, so that's that's always interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's always cool seeing things from any kind of configuration of Super Junior. It's a it's a good song, uh, not exactly uh, setting the world on fire, but bring back the one take video a la EXO. <laughs> I guess SM decided uh, let's not over edit our videos <laughs> like we did. For yeah, Girls Generation that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Granted, they lost most of that video. That's why it happened, but <laughs> that's another story. All right, but what else have you been? Which we've already covered. Um, <laughs> the other song I've been I've been checking out was a song that we had talked about being made, um, but never talked about it when it was finally released, uh, a, like a month or so ago. Was the song by by Skrillex and YG, uh, being GD and CL of YG. Um, a dirty vibe, uh, which mixes the element of, of K-pop and hip-hop and rap and and uh, dubstep into one song. Yeah, it's what you've been waiting for? Kind of. I don't know. It's not. It's not the. It's not the best. <laughs> um, like you know, it's not the best thing that there could have ever been, or is, or was, or ever will be. But it's fun. Um, kind of ridiculous <laughs> and kind of ridiculous and CL goes kind of hard on that song. So yeah. that's always fun. Yeah. That's always fun. Uh, <laughs> goddamn CL is, is ridiculous. G Dragon does this thing, but CL, yeah, gets, 
She goes, goes, uh, thug, goes thug on, on you. Yeah. As only she can. Uh, but yeah. what, what else, what, what else have you been uh, checking out? Um, and, and my old, as if you, uh, listened to my intro into the what we've been listening to, where I said some new, some whatever, and some old, uh, my old, which is not really old, is Tiny G's Missing You, which I'm pretty sure I've put on here before, but I just, I don't know. I really, really like this song. It's, it's so much fun. Like, I, really kind of like tiny g and i love their whole stick and i want to hear more from them like i definitely definitely want to hear more from them so um uh, yeah yeah though he though he's awesome man. i've been i've been re-watching uh i've been well not re-watching but finally got around to continuing to watch reply in 1994 and <laughs> she's really she continues to be a really fun character on that show and she's really good at at kind of that that whole thing and she's she's funny and i'm looking forward to more from them yeah definitely tiny view is pretty cool mm-hmm. so um my kind of stuff what i've been listening to this week is well let's face it it's crayon pop let's just you know that's just how it is uh of course i've been listening to crayon pops i i've gotten you know i've gotten to have spend a week with it and i i love it it's still love it it's so fun and catchy and the song is so crayon pop that, and, and, and that's all it needed to be. Like mm-hmm. the whole techno trap thing is so great <laughs> and the dance is ridiculous and fun and like, uh, infectious and like the whole vibe of the video is really cool too. And I, I, I've been mainly had to watch it on YouTube, uh, cause I'm waiting for that. The CD that I pre-ordered to, to arrive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, Crayon Pop. I love Crayon Pop. What else? Uh, other stuff. Uh, something else really cool and interesting. Uh, a group that we've talked about before with their most recent mm-hmm. release. Uh, a group that has, is kind of the, uh, a group that has been under the wing of Ihori. Ever since she joined B2M, uh, and they formed mm-hmm. under them. A group by the name of, of Spica, and something that caught my attention is, uh, their cover on, they were on, uh, the show on NBC called Yesterday, uh, kind of a similar in vain to a show many have seen on KBS called Immortal Songs, with kind of a, mm-hmm. a, you know, new idols covering, uh, classic song or older songs. Uh, and they do their, their cover of, uh, It's Raining Men. And, or is the title puts it, men came down from the sky like rain. Because <laughs> that Google Translate, you know? <laughs> right. That Google Translate. Uh, but the reason it caught my attention is because, um, they kind of kill it <laughs> vocal wise. And, right. and it's something that I've really been, uh, it's something that has been said a lot about Spica is that they're a vocal group with no weak links. <laughs> like, you can name like a lot of girl groups in K-pop and you can name the weak link in all right. of them. Or, 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 not to be disrespectful, but you can, it could be hard to find the strong link. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, sometimes there's like, you're like, oh, there's a reason you guys are a group and like, you know, none of you really 
stand out you know what i'm saying or like unless you're the beyonce of korea and yeah. you know who you are yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't really need these other bitches they're just here <laughs> like, they're just here. to make me look better yes uh oh <laughs> uh, and uh i don't know I, I i'm having trouble i don't know if anything really pops to mind anything bubble pops to mind uh uh, but besides that, Spica is just a real, a, a set of fantastic vocalists that I think, uh, this performance was like wild, like, you know, VH1 Divas level of like vocal, uh, gymnastics and, uh, Kimbo is looking good over there on the left. Uh, those, those, right. those jeans are doing something for me. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but it also caught my attention of going back to seeing, uh, their video for tonight. And, uh, how much, oh, how yeah, cool is that song? Really song, yeah. It's a good song. It's a good video. And in as much, and I, I love 21 with all my heart. You know, I am a blackjack, true and true. But this video, uh, does and is what, uh, do you love me? Try to, but wasn't like everything about the vibe and the feeling of this video feels like what, uh, 21 and, and YG were trying to do with Do You Love Me? But mm-hmm. didn't quite, you know, land. Where this one, I think, has that vibe, that playful, that fun energy, energy, that kind of down to earth, you know, super sexy, but down to earth kind of sexy in, in, a, in an approachable way. And, in only, you know, in exactly the way some, anybody associated with Ihori, uh, is gonna be. And I think it's just a cool song and video. Uh, and you said, yeah, you dig it as well too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. Just... I, I definitely like this song. Like it's, like you said, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, uh, the way it's shot is really art housey, you know? Yeah. Um, like a lot of solar flare, a lot of flash to other things, a lot of something turns into something, you know, but, you know, um, but, you know, just kind of meant to be fun. Yeah. Real kind of hippie-ish vibe to it, but so cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, just gonna throw in some of the hip-hop. Uh, I'm still, every once in a while, I'll throw on the, uh, the Dynamic Duo radio on my iTunes, and it'll play something cool, and it, I just thought I'd throw something in there, and that is, uh, from an artist on, uh, Jay Park's label, AOMG, uh, great. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this, the, de- the song that he debuted back in October, uh, called Dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's just that kind of a really cool song that, like, uh, I was, I jammed to, and it's a really cool hip hop song, and I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, what Jay assembles in AOMG, uh, with Simon D in, in, in the camp, guys like Gray, uh, him, you know, and all the people that they know, even if they're not in the label. They're gonna do some things. <laughs> they're, they're gonna do some yeah. things. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but that, that's, that's all we've been listening to. Uh, we're gonna transition to the core of the show. We're gonna go over to headlines. Uh, welcome back everyone. Of course, we are here at the core of our show, looking at some of the happenings, some of the goings on in the East Asian pop culture with our headlines. Uh, first, I guess interesting in a certain way, uh, bit of, uh, tidbit of news. 
is the fact that uh, Crunchyroll decided to launch a new site for Korean dramas, uh, kdrama.com. I saw this on Soompi, uh, talked up very much, like, uh, uh, talked up very highly on Soompi. So that was obviously a bot article. Um, <laughs> uh, so apparently they're going to have uh, deals with KBS, NBC, SBS. They're going to get some dramas from CJ, ENM. Uh, and they're going to get into the K-drama game. Of course, a game that's already occupied by Drama Fever and Vicky. Uh, I don't know. This is, what are your thoughts? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to correct you on a few things and then I'm going to, I'm going to okay. go on, right? <laughs> firstly, firstly, um, since Crunchyroll's initiation into being a legal sub, subbing site, They've had K-dramas. They've always had K-dramas. Their uh-huh. tab for K-dramas has always been there next to fucking anime. It just says drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and they've, that has always been there. This is not really anything new for Crunchyroll or yeah. for the people who already know Crunchyroll. Now what this most likely is going to mean for you out there, which is also me as a Crunchyroll user and subscriber, which you know what this means? It means that now they're going to separate that out and put a new paywall up, which means that if you were already used to watching your dramas on, on Crunchyroll, now there's a new paywall for you because it's going to be a separate site and a separate entity kind of like twitch and justin tv like no that shit is dumb and fuck you okay like (laughs) do not put another fucking hurdle in front of me to for the legality of i know i stumbled over that word don't you fucking look back there you stay where i'm going um for the legality of what the fuck it i want to do in my entertainment process. I already paid Netflix. I already paid Crunchyroll. I'm already contemplating paying Hulu because they have fucking shit that I want to watch. But guess what Hulu did? They fucking own Drama Fever. So do I really want to pay Hulu or do I want to pay Drama Fever? That now becomes a whole separate entity of fucking bullshit that I have to deal with, which I, but I do think Hulu does put the Korean drama still on Hulu. I'm not sure. I'm going to have yes. to check that. And if you already have that information, okay, PD said yes. So I don't need that information. Um, it just becomes who I want to pay more uh but don't don't do that kind of shit one brand is perfectly fine okay like i can i I, like i don't i mainly associate crunchyroll with anime because that is the thing you push to the forefront because guess what you thought dramas aren't a big thing you fucking dick bags and now that it is you're like huh well damn (laughs) like let's see what we could do about that huh now you want to fucking trot out a new fucking website so your web developers have a fucking something to do like no fucking you're fucking in your face okay but if you're looking for a podcast to put on your new website hollyajuku.com kpoppodcast.com we're right there for you uh yeah this is kind of ridiculous (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and uh the, uh the 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 fact that you know we have hulu plus and drama fever and i subscribe to both hulu plus and drama fever specifically because uh though hulu plus does have the dramas and that's really convenient for me to be able to watch it on my chromecast uh they don't have running man on hulu plus and i watch running man in high def on drama fever and you know what i'm gonna pay not 10 bucks a month to do that that's that's the value for me. Running Man is worth it for me. 
Uh, but they have it there. If I really wanted to, if I had a problem with Drama Fever and, and uh, a Hulu Plus and whatever, like some people kind of bitch about on, on, on various websites, I can go to Vicky. Vicky.com seems okay. seems good. Uh, I haven't tried it because I've been happy with Drama Fever, but it's there and it, that goes straight to my, uh, Hulu, uh, goes straight to my Chromecast if I want to. So. And uh, okay, like let let let's have the the super duper adult talk, right? Right. There are all these sites that you can go to, and you can watch the shit with the ads, or you can pay them so that you don't have to have the ads. Even though I think Hulu used to get in trouble because they would still feed you the ads, even though you were paying them. Yeah, that, um, that's what they do. Hulu Plus has ads. <laughs> um, right. You you could do that. You could legitimately do that. You could also fucking type in what you're looking for in Google and find it for free and just watch it or download it, right? Yeah. And there is always going to be that option because sometimes, like for me, I like Running Man and I like I I do enjoy the process of watching Running Man on on Drama Fever in high definition and I don't mind watching the ads and I don't mind that process, right? But their subs are terrible. Um, and I don't mind their subs for the dramas. For the dramas, is perfectly fine. But but for Running Man, their subs are fucking shit, right? And then they don't sub a lot of the shit that's on the screen that they should most of the time. And a lot of the people who do fan subs for things like Running Man and other shit sub a whole lot more of the shit that pops up on the screen that you actually want the subs for. Like sometimes they don't even sub the shit that is up there because they knew that the viewing audience couldn't hear what the producer was saying. And they don't sub any of that. They don't sub what the producer is saying. They don't sub sometimes the words that pop up on screen. Like you, there's a word on the screen there for a reason and you didn't sub it. Yeah. Like, and, and you are getting legitimate money for this. You are actually, people are giving you tangible fucking dollars constantly to do this thing. And you don't do the simple things. Whereas the people who are doing it in the dredges and in the darkness are doing that almost relatively for free. Yeah. And doing it better than you and making you look like shit. Right. (laughs) In a sense. Uh, cause like I said, hey, if you need a podcast for your new venture that you're, you're rolling out, you know, just saying, yeah, we're here for you. But <laughs> that, that being said, like in the, tw- in the hindsight 2020 of things, like there are people out there doing it better than you for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little more hoops to jump through. And yeah, every couple of weeks. Their site might go down, but they're going to be back. I'm going to be able to find it again if I yeah. want to, right? And it, you, you, you end up with one or two processes. You end up with the process that, that the anime subbers went through, which is you either hire the, hire those people to get rid of them or you keep suing them until they stop, right? And it, I don't know. It just becomes this thing where it's like, 
like just get better at what you're doing and those things will go away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could hire them and you can let them do it the way that they know how to do it. Right. Which is, seems to be pretty good. Sometimes their sentence structure is a little off because they're, they're rushing it to try to get it out as fast as they possibly can. Yeah. And they don't have the money and resources to do it the way that you do. Uh, you know, they don't have anybody sending them the actual dialect script of the show that they can translate, which is maybe sometimes why some of those things don't end up on screen because they're getting the scripted uh, thing for the the show rather than, you know, I think the the, the tough part for them. Yeah. Is because uh, a lot of that stuff, I think it works best. I almost wish that uh, they would have take the time to maybe uh, get this, the sub that version of the sub uh, episode out as quickly as possible. And maybe have it, it, it works always works best with Running Man in hard subs rather than soft subs. I think Running Man is best subbed uh, hard way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Where it's on the screen and uh, you do it, you know, with composite shots and put in the text where it goes because your eyes are gonna see the big text there anyways. So mm-hmm. you put that there and. But that is not how they do their site, so they do soft subs. So it, it's tough because that it, that when it's soft subs, you only have one or two lines to work with at a certain time, and then you have to kind of maybe swap that in and out for more dialogue. I don't know. I think I w- I wish they were more willing to for the things that need it uh, do hard subs instead of kind of. Uh, being caught in the uh, do, uh, going through the motions of doing it the way they do it for all the things like all right sub 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 all right you know translate 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 put it into the scripter uh time it and push it out there so you know mm-hmm. it's the, the conveyor belt so uh i think they're in that conveyor belt with the soft subs i think and if they they have to they would have to break out of that conveyor belt mode and go into specifically for a running man or for whatever other uh, variety shows which they don't have much variety shows uh, oh, uh running infinity man challenge. infinity challenge and, um, uh, and i think dad where are you going and i think that's it yeah yeah so do, do they have um or did they have uh they have music shows uh, that's it but variety shows yeah they don't have much. I could have swear they had Barefoot Friends on there. Yeah, they did. But, they might not. but Barefoot Friends is an ex- the Barefoot Friends is canceled. So they had it. Now they don't have it anymore just because there is no it. <laughs> and now with the, and yeah. they also have we got married. Uh, yeah, but, but they have that stupid global version of we we got married, right? Not like the yeah. the pseudo good version of we got married. Yeah. Uh, Even though I only ever watched We Got Married once because uh the couple on We Got Married that I wanted to watch was with one of the members from M Black. So yeah. uh <laughs> I had to watch that episode. <laughs> had to watch that season. Yes. Uh but I mean overall I think the the the, the wrap up of it all is that uh I think it, it, I I want to see how how does or let me ask you one quick question uh, as the final question. How does Crunchyroll do their subs? Like, do they do hard subs and do they do the drama f- drama stuff well? Um, I have stopped watching dramas on Crunchyroll just because, like, they they 
had a lot of the same stuff that I was watching other places, but what I remember was mostly soft subs. Um, okay. So they're basically uh, gonna, it's basically gonna be the same thing. So I don't know. I, I, it's gonna be hard for me to, uh, want to go there, especially when I have all the same stuff on drama fever plus TVN because they're not gonna have TVN and TVN mm-hmm. is reply 97 94 uh and quite a few emergency couple quite a few of the cable shows basically they don't have the cables and you know what honestly I, the way it's looking like cable is where some of the really good dramas are going to start coming out of uh from korea mm-hmm. just that what we've seen because i think they're going to be able to be more adventurous a little more racy <laughs> a little more adult mm-hmm. a little more uh uh, provocative and interesting. So, uh, we'll see that, but it, it, it'll be interesting, uh, but I don't know. I don't, I don't feel compelled, but moving on to something else. Uh, we have dates and info for KCON 2014. Uh, are you familiar with KCON and kind of what's been happening with that? I think it, they only had it. This is maybe the second year for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year they had KCON in, uh, in LA. Uh, it's either the second or third year at this point. Uh, and last year they had, you know, a big event in LA. Um, it was attended well, you know, it had artists like G Dragon, FX, XO, 2AM, uh, Teen Top, Henry, a bunch of others. Uh, it's also where we saw the performance of G Dragon with Missy Elliott and, and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, big moments like that. There's also, you know, panels, like, you know, a proper convention would have panels, you know, meet and greets and things like that. So it seems very interesting. And if, and as is the case when a con is successful, there's always going to be a growth. So, uh, chances are there's going to be more, better, you know, newer acts, acts that'll take the, the plunge to go out there. Um, so. The information now we have, we have, we know it's going to be August 9th and 10th, uh, in LA, of course, downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know acts yet, but, uh, that's going to, you know, obviously it's still early. It's still several months away. Uh, I don't know. Do you have, are you anticipating? Are you please anticipating? I mean, like I said, we, we got, we got some good stuff out of it last year. Like the Dre Dragon, Missy Elliott, Elliott thing was pretty fun. Um, which I'm kind of scared with all the kind of, uh, pretty girl groups with, with rappers that has been <laughs> going <laughs> on that we're gonna, we're gonna see some of that. Uh, uh, no! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I will fight you! <laughs> no. Um, but in hopes that that and and this is dumb and this is definitely not going to happen but in hopes that maybe we'll get to see some acts some smaller acts maybe mm-hmm. um some up and coming acts and i know it'll be more from the pop than anything else um but it'll still always be interesting to kind of see new blood do these kind of things and it, and it just thing be kind of a showcase for new people to, to kind of, kind of show. Because like, if you're going to KCON, right? Mm-hmm. 
you're already pretty integrated into Korean music culture and Korean culture in general, right? Mm-hmm. So I always say, like, things like this, like, why not give newer acts a chance to shine at things like this, right? Like, why not give your, 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 you know, I can't think of like a new whack off the top of my head. Like, <laughs> um, uh, you know, your ladies codes, your, uh, uh, some of those, uh, the acts that are kind of on the, the cusp, uh, Spica, you know, groups like Spica, yeah. uh, you know, some of those groups that are on the cusp and could, you know, maybe use that little bit of push to really get them, uh, going, uh, and that little bit of exposure amongst like the K-pop, uh, fandom. Uh, maybe a little bit of cross pollination. Uh, I think one of the, I, I have a confidence that chances are, uh, we're probably going to have crayon pop there. Uh, I'm going to assume because it's, it's such the event. If they were able to get G Dragon and FX, I'm sure they could get crayon pop and the Chrome Entertainment will send them everywhere and anywhere, uh, they can send them. So, uh, we're probably going to cra- get crayon pop or probably, Maybe I'm crossing my fingers a little SNSD, a little Sunishi Day. They're gonna be promoting around that time. They're gonna have a full album to promote around that time, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, probably EXO. Probably EXO and things like that. Uh, I don't know about mm-hmm. FX because, uh, God knows that the SM has forgotten that FX exists at this point. Um, <laughs> So who knows if they will be no to buy them plane tickets. They might have booked them, but they might forget them to buy them plane tickets or, uh, or, you know, a hotel room. You know? <laughs> do we need to book them ourselves? Like, like we'll, we'll do it. Like just, just let us know what needs to be done and we'll, we'll do it. Like we may also book flights for ourselves on your dime, but hey, SM, you, Fucking your money's mysteriously disappearing anyway, so you won't yeah. even notice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, check in Don's pockets. Check They're them. in there somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe a hot dog in there, but your money's in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I'm, I'm hoping for some cool things. I'm, I might, I might consider don't say making the no, trip. Don't say it. No. I might consider no. making the trip. Don't, don't say that. If I can, if I can find a couch to crash, but I don't know. It's, it's tough because it, it looks interesting, but at the same time, uh, uh, it seems, I, I don't know if I want to, f- I want to fly all the way to LA for a, a K-pop concert, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if it's an, an interesting enough event around the concert and that there's enough, you know, acts to see there, Maybe. Uh, but, I don't know. It, it looks interesting. Hashtag yeah. interesting. Uh, but moving on. Uh, more in, uh, hashtag year of the rapper news. Uh, Mad Clown, uh, makes, made his official debut, uh, with his video for Without You, uh, featuring mm-hmm. Sister Stars Hyodin. Uh, you know, he's kind of been making music here and there, making some collabs here and there, but this is his official, like, a debut release. Uh, they came out with a music video, interesting music video. He plays a, plays with a porcupine at some point. <laughs> um, and then like he throws things around a room 
And Who doesn't throw things around a room? You know, I throw things around a room all the time. Yeah, and oddly enough, is about you know relationships because well, that's all Korean pop music can write about. Yeah, yeah, can't write about drug use because there are no drugs in Korea. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, somebody check that cigarette. Somebody check that cigarette you dragon smoking. <laughs> Double check that cigarette right there. G dragon. Nobody believes that you didn't know what kind of cigarette that was. Come on, G dragon. Uh, anyways, that aside, uh, what did you get to check out the the music video? Uh, no, I didn't check it out. Um, but I will definitely check it out. But like, I mean, I haven't been the person preaching from the mountaintops. About the year of the rapper, I went up the mountains and I sat there for 30 days and a fortnight and, uh, I, I saw things that no one else had seen or known or discussed. <laughs> Hashtag year of the rapper. Hashtag year of the rapper. Exactly. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting song. It's a, it, it, and we'll have to see what, uh, how it works out for Mad Clown, uh, mm-hmm. and his cues. Uh, but speaking of, of, you know, that, that, that hip hop, that hard, that, that thug life, uh, <laughs> Sonyoshide is Hyoyeon. Apparently, apparently she's about that life. Apparently she's all <laughs> about that life. And when somebody crosses her, she'll smack somebody. She'll smack a, a motherfucker. She will use her pimp hand as she, she sees fit. Uh, cause apparently, uh, alright, so what was crazy earlier this week on April 1st, which everybody assumed was an April Fool's joke, apparently, uh, there were reports that Hyoyeon and a male friend were a quote unquote joking around when she accidentally, accidentally hit him in the face. <laughs> and that friend reported it to the police. <laughs> Well, hold on. You're that much of a bitch. You get hit by a girl. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm not going. Hold on. All right. Hold no, that's on. Very that, that, was negative. Autom- that was a That was. Yes, that was. And and we are in a new gentrified world. And and I love. I find it so interesting because it, it was like the the she, they reported to the police, and then at some point, I think I saw a report where they said the 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 male friend. Uh, said that, no, no, and second thought it was a joke. It was like, he changed his mind. His story changed. His story changed magically. It's like, it was like sir, somebody had a conversation. She can't, she can't hurt you anymore. She can no longer hurt. We got her in handcuffs over there and she looking at him like, I got you, bitch. I got you. Don't even worry about it. Don't even, cause I'm gonna get your ass. You think they gonna keep me in here? You think they really gonna keep me in here? I'm gonna get that ass. Don't, I know where you live at. I know where you live at. It's on. <laughs> you, you know how they always are. In, you know how they always are in Korea. Like, what neighborhood you live in? Don't let me. Don't don't come by my neighborhood. Don't let me see you driving through there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, and on top of that, uh, of course, she knows where he lives because what was revealed is that that male friend was her boyfriend of two years that she had been dating, uh, and has since broke up with, uh. So, and apparently she needed to, 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 uh, backhand 
to teach a lesson. <laughs> it's like you, you got you got to keep motherfuckers in line, and sometimes, sometimes, every once in a while, you got to slap a bitch. I'm just saying. It's like it ain't you know, something you want to have to have to do, but it's something that needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? You know, your your girl's generation. You know that 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 comes with a with a, a certain gravitas that needs to be maintained. Uh, mm. you know, you're, you're, the, you're the top dog. Uh, you know, you got to keep hey, that pimp pants strong. Let any old motherfucker just come out in the streets and just say whatever about you. And especially if that was her man, she was like, "Is you looking at that girl?" He's like, "No, what are you talking about?" And she was like, "Pow!" She was like, "Don't, <laughs> don't let me catch." You. And he's like, "No, you just hit me." And she's like, "I'd like to hit your ass again." <laughs> Exactly. Uh, of course, SM, SM, as they are want to do, always in crisis control mode, was like, you know, it's like their, their reaction was, all right, uh, this is kind of, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, uh, which one of y'all riding, which one of y'all dating right now? Which one of y'all could we, we pop out and get a reveal on? Uh, Tiffany, you dating that, that Taiwanese kid from the, from the other group from JYP? Oh, okay, cool. We'll reveal that, cause that's a feel good story. Let's reveal that. Get a little cover up action going. Uh, cause they revealed that Tiffany's, uh, dating Nikun. Uh, we, we haven't been covering the whole, uh, girls generation dating thing, cause I figured they're all, they're all getting D on the regular and they're all dating, so it, it doesn't matter. I mean, a couple of them are probably getting P on the regular, for all getting I know. Getting D you know? on the daily. <laughs> on the daily. Uh, and, and for all I care, that's cool. And I'm, I'm happy for them. Like, I, I, I'm, especially at Tiffany now, uh, cause, you know, Nikun's a cool, Nikun is a really cool kid to, you know, uh, he's, uh, he seems nice, uh, and apparently has, uh, uh that for a penis. Uh, so, so, and you know what? And all I'll have to say I just need to see that, and I didn't need to be reminded that I saw that in that gift. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, hey, we are in a gender positive world. And you know what? All I had to say is, girl, go get your swerve on. Go get you some. That's all well and fine, but Nikon is not my type of boy. Like, I no. just, I didn't, I don't care about his penis. No. Yes. Why? Why did you show me that? <laughs> uh, Who's the one who sat through like a half an hour of videos looking and happened to see that and was just like, I gotta make a gif. <laughs> no, you didn't have to make a gif. <laughs> no. Uh, but of course I went ahead and provided the, the perfect image to, uh, personify her reaction when she first saw the Dikun, which is, of course, I'm uh, making that face y'all can see and, uh, saying exquisite. And it was a simple reaction. Uh, and I'd like to thank Asian Junkie for, for, uh, adorn, you know, for knighting me featured comment on this article. Uh, so in conclusion, Hyoyeon is about that thug life. Uh, apparently 2 p.m. is packing heat. Uh, <laughs> and girls generation keep on dating. Good for y'all. Uh, but moving on to another girl group, uh, in our list and uh, back to, you know, we mentioned 21 earlier, uh, 21 and, uh, baby metal were interest, intru- included in a listicle, uh, by official BuzzFeed staff, uh, for 11 girl groups you need to hear. 
They include a bunch of different girl groups that I've never heard of, nor I care about. But they include 21 and uh, Baby Metal, which is cool. Uh, I mean, they did it so that K-pop fans will link it to everybody else so that, uh, you know, mm. they'll get K-pop fans to go to their website. And I, I told you! I fucking told you K-pop was ruling the world! Who are these young ladies, though? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I had a moment. I had a moment <laughs> of weakness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, and, and it looks like they have some really cool groups, and I'm de- definitely interested in checking out. Uh, it's cool to see uh, 21 interested in, in, in included in something like this. And it's always cool to see Baby Metal, you know, continue to make a name. Though, I did have a, I did have an uncomfortable moment in reading this article because, um, I love Baby Metal, and, uh, and I appreciate them, like, putting the spotlight in any way whatsoever. But I didn't appreciate that in their description they decided to say, good if you like Kesha and Slipknot together in one adorable package. I'm like, no, I don't want these, I don't want them associated with either one of those things. I like them. I, I don't really like Kesha and I've kind of gotten over my, my, uh, nostalgic fascination with Slipknot from, the time I was a high school kid in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's okay, I like Slipknot. Yeah, it's like, please don't, don't, don't sully the name of Baby Metal by throwing those names in there. Baby Metal is just Baby Metal. Yeah. If it be. Uh, but did, did you have any thoughts on, on this list? Uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of looking at this list and like, I'm sorry, I clicked on one of the videos. And, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck did I just click on? Um, I, I am surprisingly not surprised at how high on this list. Um, if, if, if by ranking you go, I guess that, that 281 was, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm fucking 281 all day, every day, uh, even on Tuesdays. Um, mm-hmm. and like the other groups on this list, like I've heard of some of them. I have not heard of a lot of them, which goes to show just the bubble that I, I live in. And yeah. there's a lot of UK groups on here. Yeah. 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 Mm. A lot of UK groups. Yeah. Apparently, but uh, let me uh, let me some two twenty one. Mm-hmm. Damn, Mimsy is hot as always. Damn. Uh, and uh, of course, more love for baby metal. And of course, twenty one. Yep. And, and and uh, you know, speaking of twenty one, they they've uh, they had an interesting moment recently in an interview. Uh, and they said that uh, you know, they were asked, it's like, all right, is twenty one? Uh, you know, uh, Yan Hansuk, YG's uh. A favorite group, and they pretty much they answered uh, no. <laughs> he seems to care a lot about Winter these days, and he also cares about <laughs> a lot about Big Bang too. Uh, it's like uh, they, they like us, they like them better than us, and like, and everybody reading that is thinking, yeah, uh, we all pretty much know that <laughs> the yeah. twenty-one are the least favorite. <laughs> They're the unfavorite. Which is, which is so dumb. Like, I, I could understand, like, having a lot of love for, 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 uh, the Big Bang, you know, because Big Bang was kind of that first group really, really, really put together by, by YG, you know? Um, 
and and if anybody who should have the most love, it should be fucking seven, you know. Um, but I don't know. Like, how can you not love two and one? Like, how can you like? Which which goes to show, like, why shit is always fucked up for two and one. Yeah. But just like, yo, come on, really? Whether album gets delayed for three years, you know, <laughs> like, uh. It, it, it's kind of uh, uh, annoying uh, uh, to see that such a really great group gets kind of thought. Uh, you know, it, it's scary <laughs> if you're a fan of the group, and it's unfun. And yeah, why do you need to wake up and realize this group actually is popular and people like them? And if you actually promoted them like fully and didn't screw up, you know, things would be very fruitful for you uh if you didn't let freaking uh teddy park in include random uh uh excerpts from the quran just because this sounds like cool background noise and maybe we're thoughtful when releasing music from 21 you wouldn't have to deal with issues (laughs) please don't don't put 21 it did sound cool though it did sound pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I always got Teddy Park back. Yeah. Uh, but either way, please no, please don't put Baby in the corner anymore. Please don't put yeah. Twenty One in the corner anymore. Why? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Like, it's dumb. It's dumb. Like the the money making possibility that Two Any One is to to sit here and just kind of openly be like, no, they're not my favorite, is retarded. Yeah. You know, like these the the power that fucking like like fucking CL demands when she's on stage and the shit that she could really do like when let loose you know what I'm saying like like holy fuck like she's a good rapper man and like she could really stand on her own and she can do a lot of shit like and and Mimsy is a good rapper too like she's always been a good rapper and a good dancer and stuff like that and like like and 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 Dara has shown Dara and Boom have both shown that they have like the skills Good of ability. entertainers. Bomb, bomb, bomb. When she's on, and when she's going well, she's uh, doesn't suffer from you know much mouth or anything like that. When she's on, <laughs> she's mm-hmm. a fantastic singer. And Dar has shown a lot of growth, especially you know we we joked when our first episode. Uh, no, I think our second second episode where uh, we called her the old dirty bastard. Uh, we called her old dirty bastard because she kind of wasn't the one that. Ne- didn't necessarily have the, the the talent, but she was always mm-hmm. crazy and fun and adorable, and everybody loved her. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think in the, she's grown a lot and she's gotten a lot better. She has her own stage presence, even when she's not being weird and crazy. Like she can have that strong stage presence, and she'll she can act well in music videos, and she can uh, sing well nowadays, and she she can contribute. Uh, and the fact that uh, when she kind of uh, was uh, dismayed when somebody said she her voice fits warm to rock music, well, why not explore that? You know, put her like yeah. maybe give her some like uh, rock tinged stuff to work on on her on her on her own. Uh, you know, put put out some more of those projects out there, uh, and that would be cool. Like they have things to mm-hmm. offer you. 
You don't have to delay anything from them for three years, you know? Right. And I think, I think 281 just needs to have a bigger push. Like they need to be allowed to do the variety circuit a bit more. They need to be allowed to just, I don't know, do shit, you know? Cause I think they, they saw 281 as like, take over the world. Oh, you didn't take over the world. You kind of got half the world to look at you. Failure. You know, and it's like, no, no, like half of the world is better than what most people do. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, like, don't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, more love for 21. I think we, we are both humongous fans and we love, we want to see more growth and more opportunities for them. Uh, so why'd you get on that? Or we're going to start breaking windows. We, we've said it before. And we'll mm-hmm. say it again. We start breaking windows. Somehow we're gonna get ourselves over to Seoul. No, you know what? That YG land that y'all build in in LA. We can make it to LA. <laughs> that YG land that y'all build in. Hope you don't get too attached to those windows. Right. Yeah. Where's YG's office gonna be? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all that. Yeah. Uh, but. That's all for, 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 that's all for our discussions and headlines. We're going to talk about a little something interesting now. We're going to transition to our, our, our usual, uh, Halajuku talk segment. We're talking a little, a little bit of nomming, a little bit of food, some edible stuff. So join us, won't you? Let's service. Y'all ready? All right. Drop it. Yum, 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 yum. Bag of shipper, yo. Yum, 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 yum. Come on, mock of shipper, yo. Yum, 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 yum. Tabby up to yo. Yum, yum. Welcome back, and this week uh, it's going to be a little bit different because we're not talking about a movie, we're not talking about a TV show, we're talking about food. Yes, the noms, ladies and gentlemen, the food, the lifeblood. Yes. The, this <laughs> intro is going on way too long. Um, yeah, so this week we're talking about food and, and kind of the... the Different kinds of food. Yeah, you kind of our adventures and kind of like some of our. uh, I'm going to share an adventure. Kaz is going to share you some some tips and tricks. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll start us off. Uh, So I had an interesting adventure that I teased about last week. Uh, I the the I had kind of gotten a a bug up my butt and decided you know what I'm going to make kimbap. You know, (laughs) I just decided I was going to do that. and I downloaded a, re- a recipe, which caused me to, uh, I printed a recipe, which caused me to print another recipe, which caused me to print another recipe. So I was three recipes deep uh, <laughs> on this. Uh, so that was an interesting one. Okay. So, uh, the first step was, all right, how do I make kimbap? I looked up the article, uh, I, you know, searched for it and I found, okay, I found a good kimbap recipe. This seems like it works. Saw a little video of the person making it. Alright, this looks like it's gonna work. Alright, oh wait, I'm probably gonna need sushi rice. And that's not gonna be the same as the rice I normally make in my rice cooker, which is keep it. No. Rice. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I looked up how to make sushi rice. Uh, 
I got that. I got, I, I found one that was an Alan Brown recipe, but that didn't, uh, rec- that one didn't use the rice cooker. Uh, so I tried to make sure I found one that was a rice cooker recipe. I found one. Got that. I uh, also realized that the recipe called for, uh, bulgogi, or like, you know, Korean style barbecue beef. So I had mm-hmm. to get that recipe. Uh, and I did that. Yeah, you know, I found the recipe for that. Okay. Found all the ingredients. And then I set off on my adventure and I went to my local Publix. Uh, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to see if I can find everything there. And lo and behold, I started being able to find everything. So, uh, the beef is easy. It's, uh, the, that was, that was easy to find. I think I couldn't find the, uh, skirt steak that they, uh, that the recipe called for. I found a uh, top around, I, I found skirt steak, but not thinly sliced. And I'm sure I could have gotten skirt steak thinly sliced if I asked for it. But, um, that would involve interacting with human beings. And, uh, I didn't want to do that. So I just got top round thinly sliced, <laughs> which is, uh, I, I tried that. Uh, I got all the different, uh, aspects. It was, it was a, it was an adventure kind of going around because I had to ask, all right, so wh- where's the sesame oil? I was kind of wandering around getting vegetables here and there, like green beans and things like that. Where's the sesame oil? Where's that? You know, where's the sesame seeds? And then I asked an employee and they pointed to this, this area right next to the seafood. And lo and behold, all the sushi stuff is there. <laughs> and I was, all right, sesame seeds, sesame oil, baboon maps, you know, I got the sesame oil. Uh, well, she does the sesame seeds and the bamboo mats, and I was set. Uh, I think I found the sesame oil there as well. And the, no, not the sesame oil. Then it was finding the sesame oil and the rice vinegar. I found the international foods, uh, the international seasoning section, uh, right next to the matzo balls and the, you know, the, 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 the locks and, you know, all the, Jewish foods, there was a section for all the Asian foods. So I found all those seasonings, all those uh all those tidbits. And uh I, I got kind of gathered everything. I was surprised I was able to find any everything. Uh and I, you know what? It probably shouldn't be surprising since uh with the kimbap, uh luckily I think everything was basically sushi, just different you know it's like making a sushi roll mm-hmm. so most of it most of it was easy to find i think I, I picked the right recipe to not have to pick a specialty asian food market for because of so much being you know sushi uh adjacent or sushi related so i think i was able to find all the ingredients uh the only mm-hmm. thing i skipped out on was the a radish uh, cause the recipe okay. calls for pickled, uh, uh, ra- uh, daikon radish. They have, they, 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 I found the daikon radish. It was there, but it wasn't pickled. It was just the daikon <laughs> radish. And right. I, at this point, I was already three, uh, recipes deep. I didn't want to go around Googling how to pickle daikon radish. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know what? That's fine. I'll do without. Uh, and and it was interesting. Once I got all the ingredients, I purchased everything. I got it home, and I actually spent like the afternoon and early evening preparing food. Like, uh, you know, okay, I have to start the meat process. I have to cook the cook the meat. This takes a certain time to marinate. 
while that's marinating, I have to do this other. I have to blanch spinach, you know. Uh, I have to, you know, uh, prepare the eggs. I have to, you know, cook the eggs, uh, slice them up, uh, prepare the carrots, prepare the spinach. And it was an interesting experience just having, having going through the process of actually cooking and assembling a meal because, uh, uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm 30 years old and I don't have that much experience with that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, I know I probably should just as a, as a grown ass human being, but I don't. <laughs> so this was definitely a learning experience and. Right. Uh, so I, I went through that. I went through the process and I got all the pieces. Uh, what was definitely interesting was making the sushi rice because if, for those familiar, sushi rice is, uh, vinegared rice. So I have the, right. I got yep. the rice vinegar. Uh, got it with sugar and salt as one mm-hmm. does. I, mean, I got the right kind of ratio according to the recipe. Mix it up. I cooked it. Uh, I mean, I, I Throughout all this, I had absolutely no idea if it was doing anything good. <laughs> like, I was like, this is all going to taste terrible. This is all be horrible. And I had my aunt and my grandma just kind of wandering in and out like, oh, that's interesting. You're doing that? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. <laughs> like, uh, my grandma uh, boycotting the entire kitchen because I'd taken over the kitchen. This <laughs> was like, uh, I guess you're cooking. All right, that's fine. Okay, sure. You're cooking. That's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. The kitchen is yours. <laughs> so that was that was an interesting part of the the process. Uh, but I I assembled everything. I got the meat, the meat marinated with like uh you know soy sauce and and onions and and uh sugar and salt. Like the fact that I was using so much sugar in savory foods was also interesting. Like right. uh. I feel like I'm, I'm rambling. So let's. So I, I was able to cook all the different pieces. I was able to make all the different like ingredients, all the little different uh, slits. Uh, I probably didn't. I'm. I'm. I want to revisit how I made the carrots and cut it, but that's fine. And the next interesting part was actually making the kimbap. So we had everything cooked, and we 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 had the bamboo rolls, and. And I've never, I've never actually rolled a sushi rolls. So I'll, I'll describe what I did because I, I think I was supposed to. I'm supposed to put some sesame oil onto the nori, aren't I? Uh, I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, because uh, I did. You know, I, I put it the rice over half of the the nori sheet, uh, mm-hmm. leaving some room on the edges. And I put the ingredients on top, and I rolled it, and it seemed fine. I think the only thing that I was worried about is the fact that I couldn't quite cut it, but it might mm-hmm. have been just the wrong knife that I had, whatever. Uh, of course, and 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 then, like I said, the entire process, I was like, "Oh, this must be terrible." <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I tried it, but I, I, and and the entire time second guessing myself and not sure about anything i was like it, it seemed like it was going fine but i i was just convinced it was going to be terrible then i started like like in a few steps of the process like uh, actually tasting the meat the meat actually tasted really good once i actually uh, once was done marinating and uh had cooked it that t- the meat tasted really good 
And then once I started, once I actually ate the, the, the rolls, uh, they turned out to be good. And once I actually had, you know, I fed it to my aunt tried it, my mom tried it, other people tried it and they, they thought it was good. So I think it seems like it was a mission success. It good. Seems like. That's good. So, yeah. uh, I think, um, I've definitely learned a lot about the thing, the, the steps of the process. Um, definitely, uh, am going to approach it, uh, in a couple of different ways. Uh, maybe make sure I have the right meat. I think I didn't pick the thinly sliced enough meat. Uh, it was right. very, very thick. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to make sure I get the skirt steak thinly sliced, you know, like that, like, uh, the recipe calls for, uh, I might try to look for the pickled radish. Uh, maybe try some uh, some other ingredients to add, and maybe substitute some of the other ingredients that I like better. Maybe I, I didn't like the carrots that much, so I might take those out and substitute it with something else that I'm, I like the flavor of better. Uh, so, but I'm starting from a place of okay, I did it. So that's that's good. Uh, did before I come into the uh, tips and tricks of uh, uh, what you're going to talk about. I wanted to ask you, do you have any, just listening to my, uh, incoherent rambling, do you have any, uh, tips and tricks on making kimbap? Have you had any experience making kimbap or any, or I haven't, you... um, I haven't done kimbap yet. And like, I've, I've always, I've, I've tried sushi rolls before. And the kind of thing you want to remember is you want, you want your rice when you're putting it on there as warm as possible okay. and i know that sounds weird uh but you don't want it hot and you don't want it don't want it cold because you want it to stick to the nori because a lot of recipes are going to say lightly wet the nori blah 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 right but if your rice is kind of warm it's still going to have a little bit of moisture in it so it's going to stick really nice so when you go to roll it uh-huh. um in your bamboo roller it it, it makes that nice tight roll uh-huh. where you don't get that awkward oh my my nori is breaking I guess I'm going to keep rolling, um, <laughs> thing that happens, uh, which is always going to happen the first time because you're never going to wet the nori enough because you're going to be scared to, to wet it too much. So I always take the process of, of the amateur process of wet a paper towel, kind of dab it on both sides, uh, where it's, where, you know, it's still where you can play with it. Cause once it gets wet and starts to dry, that's where it cracks. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, you just kind of kind of have to do those things. Make sure everything is kind of sliced so that it will roll. And that's another thing that's going to sound odd, but like you got to make sure that that things are going to cuz you're going to kind of have this weird rolling moisture like, you know, with the thing that you have or whatever. Um yeah. and you just kind of want to make sure things are going to roll properly. Yeah. Is really all it, it it boils down to. Um like even and, thin slices that that oh, don't and, obstruct, yeah. Um if you've ever seen like a anybody at a sushi restaurant roll, it's kind of roll press roll press roll press because you want it to get nice and tight you want it to kind of push each thing back you know yeah um so that like you roll you push roll you push roll you push so that you have that kind of nice tight coherent little thing that you're gonna put in your mouth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah like that that's really the only thing i can really think of because i haven't done kimbap yet so you know it's gonna be yeah uh hopefully uh I'm looking forward to the next, uh, thing I try. I'm, I'm gonna definitely try Kimbap again. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next experiment. I'll have a couple of supplies that I'll, I'll be able to try in other things. Uh, including, 
I'm probably going to try some uh, ramen with some of the things I, I purchased, uh, included in all this. So uh, I would love to hear uh, your uh, aspects that you've had some experience cooking ramen. We talked about a few of the tips before on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You wanted to share a few more. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So this will go through a little extra kind of for like the the video viewers, and but I'll make sure everything is described really well for our, our constant audio listeners. Um, so this is kind of the ramen you're used to seeing in in your stores every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of packaged top ramen or maruchan, uh, with kind of the the super salty pack in there. Um, the little thing of ramen that you know people kind of go about eating in different ways. Uh, you you know you put water in pot, you put ramen in in, um, then depending on how you like to do it, you you add sauce pack, you know, and and that and that's it, you know. Um, and there are always a lot more things you can do with this. Um. Say you got some, some meat laying around, some chicken, some whatever, some pork. Cut that up, thin slices, throw that in the pot with your ramen. You know, you kind of got a party going on. Um, um, and it's just kind of just all in the way that you do it. I, I always like to add vegetables to my stuff too. Um, which is always just really good and, and, and fun. Um, the other thing is different types of ramen. And there's just an amalgamation in the world of different types of ramen that you can go through. You can go through the bowls, you can go through the packages, you can go through just the plain ramen. You can just, like, go to your supermarket, go to an Asian market if you have one in your town, and you can just buy just straight-up plain just ramen. Um, Like, it'll come in a clear plastic thing, uh, usually, like, patted out and sometimes it'll come like five or six in a bag um and you can buy those and you can really experiment with making your own broth or doing those other kind of things but when when it comes down to the instant ramen which everybody kind of seems to love it always goes back to you also have different kinds so this is a um this is one i purchased at the asian market by um i think it's yum yum uh Yum Yum's packaged by Winter Foods. Um, and this is another kind of packaged ramen. The, what you'll notice is there's a very extreme size difference in these uh-huh. two. Um, and the other difference is this comes really differently, right? These come really, really different than your top ramen or your Marchand, uh does. So this one is, what is this one? This is spicy beef, right? So in this one, there is the powdered sauce, the powdered uh, flavor packet, as always. But there is also a powdered paste. I mean, uh, not a powdered paste. You can't have powder and paste at the same time. There's a paste uh, in here, which is where all of your flavor is really going to come from. Um, and that's to be added after you take it out of the water, after you've, you know, put the powder in the water with it and, ha- and use that to make the broth. You add in the paste and mix it in and you get the dark reddish kind of kind of uh, noodles that you get. Um, they also make a chicken one. The chicken one comes with an oil. Um, there's just all different kinds, and they all kind of come differently depending on what the flavor is supposed to be, so that's always really cool. Um, you'll also notice a lot of these will come in that, uh, come with this with, like, kind of the two sauce packs in the bowls. Um, the bowls are also really cool in case you don't have a stove for some reason. Maybe you're a college kid or something like that. So you just kind of pour it in a bowl. And the bowl is usually a bigger size than your your normal uh, maruchan or top ramen cups that you get. 
but usually sometimes around the same price for the cups. So it's all about being, being smart and how you select your ramen. Cause I got like a package of like five of these for like three bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, the top ramen in the Marotron are gonna, you can get more bang for your buck, but this is like really good. Like, I know some people most of the time eat two of these to fill full. Like, you kinda only need one of, like, two of these is equal to like one of these in like ramen size. Um, as I knock down everything on my desk. Um, and like I said, and then it just goes into the things that you want to add into your ramen. Like I always, we always, for some reason in my house, have a lot of boiled eggs around, yeah. have a lot of meat that we've cooked throughout the week. And, you know, you could just take that stuff, slice it up, add it into your ramen. And you kind of sometimes end up with the things like that, that are on the package. Like that's yeah. what ramen is meant for. Ramen is meant to be this thing that you can just, just add to and, and have yeah. a meal. Um, and you, you know, you got to kind of keep that mindset you know, get adventurous. Add peanut butter if you want. That sounds disgusting and gross, and I would hate you for it, but, you know, it's your ramen. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, And and vegetables, vegetables are always, 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 always so good in ramen because they will pick up that flavor um, if you just decide to do the sauce pack or, you know, kind of whatever. Like, the vegetables will instantly kind of pick up that flavor, so they're always good for that. So, like, always keep vegetables around. I always like to have, like, um... Uh, uh, what the fuck are they called? Um, uh, fucking stem things and, and not green onions. Um, what the fuck are they? Um, Celery? uh, bean sprouts, bean, bean sprouts, sprouts, bean okay. sprouts, bean sprouts are always good. Uh, sugar snap peas are always good. Um, you know, uh, spinach from here and there, just kind of other vegetables that, yeah. that you know, won't get soggy, really, um, which I know most people are going to look at me and be like, bean sprouts won't get soggy. Like, if you eat your fucking ramen when you're supposed to, when it's warm, they won't, they don't get soggy instantly. Um, yeah. And like I said, it's just really good. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to trying some stuff. I, I definitely am going to try to do the eggs. I've always, you know, been interested in getting that, the, the egg on the top of the ramen and, and, and whatnot, and that's always interesting. Uh, I've got green onions and I've got, you know, baby spinach there in the fridge I can throw in there. Uh, I'd love to redo the meat how I did it for the kimbap. And mm-hmm. that was really delicious and I wanted to throw that into the, to the ramen. And of course I've right. got, you know, things like sesame seeds here and, and sesame oil that are always good. I can always go back to, uh, the, the Asian market now. Cause I know they, they generally do have the, they, the at least the time that I was there, they had the big tub of red pepper paste. <laughs> like that big tub of red peppers. And it was a huge tub of red pepper paste that I am now I'm thinking, hmm, I could maybe do some things with that. Uh, and, you know, make something spicy every once in a while. You know, throw a little kick in there. And if I look out, maybe they'll have the, the jajang, the black bean paste. Uh, mm-hmm. they didn't have it last time, but if they do, then I can maybe throw in some, throw together some jajang meal. Uh, mm-hmm. To black bean noodles. So it, I'm looking forward to trying some new things and, uh, I'm definitely going to use your tips. Uh, people out there, go out there, adventure, try your, try your actual market and maybe you can even find everything through there. Uh, or go out there and see if you can find an Asian market, uh, depending on, well, you'll f- probably find a lot of things depending on what communities you have around you. Uh, it, 
you'll probably find and, and with, as soon as you start to think oh there but there i know there isn't an asian market near me i'm gonna probably assume you haven't googled a fucking thing you dickbag and fucking use google <laughs> and see what's near you like yeah. it may not be called asian market you fuck face <laughs> so don't go asian market near me look for international markets um, yeah. when you search google and, and you'll be surprised what comes up mm-hmm. uh so Everyone, go do those things. Try some foods. Let us know how if things work out. Let us know what you try. Uh, and, uh, give us some ideas. Let us know what I should experiment. What should, what should I, I, I try? Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Go eat some foods. Uh, I think that's it for Hollyjuku. That's all for this fine episode of Hollyjuku. Uh, Kaz, what is going on in mm-hmm. your world, in your universe? Um, a lot of procrastination because I spend more time talking to people than I actually do doing things. Yeah. Um. A lot of, uh, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know, y'all, y'all haven't seen that, that you you came from the SARS review (laughs) because we just kind of keep putting it off. Um, other than that, like, uh, like I said, nothing. Gonna go, gonna wait for that new Running Man episode to pop while I'm waiting to go to fucking work in a couple of hours. And, yeah. um, work. Pretty much that's it. Like, and trying to, trying to psych myself up to get things finished or whatever and, and not get so distracted so that I can yeah. have actual stuff to talk about when you ask me. Yes. What shit I have going on. <laughs> uh, for so he's a King Kaz, uh, com. Uh, I'm PD Rave, everywhere on the mm. internet. Uh, the show is Hallie Juku. As you can see for the video watchers, it's right up there. Uh, it's, uh, HallieJuku.com or KpopPodcast.com if you want something easy to share. Uh, we're not on, on YouTube. Share our videos on YouTube. Like them. Uh, you know, distribute them accordingly. Uh, but, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere. Just look us up. Until next time. Asolo Swebbles. Annyeong. Fighting.